was wrong with her son, yet no one was telling her anything. As she paced back and forth near where they were working on Jake, Lindy's gaze found additional doctors and nurses that were attending to other patients. Dully, she wondered what was wrong with the other patients. She speculated about what on earth happened to her son. Her eyes drifted from room to room, trying to hear what other patients were facing. She figured if she distracted herself with the concerns of the others in the emergency room, then she wouldn't have to digest everything that Jake faced. Concentrating on Jake's condition caused a rip in her soul, revealing a pain so deep that she wished she could fade away into nothingness. Over the course of the next few minutes, Lindy drank some water and was ushered out of the room where they were treating Jake. She stood out in the hall, transfixed against the window, trying to see exactly what they were doing to her baby. Another half an hour came and went before anyone spoke directly to her. Donna rolled her eyes. Once again, her husband, Peter, was rushing to his oldest daughter's defense. He had been gone for a while and had not called yet. But a few seconds later, she heard him turn the lock on the front door. She waited for him to make it halfway down the hall leading to their bedroom before she yelled, What's up with Lindy this time? Nothing's with Lindy. Jake is sick or hurt or something. I don't know for sure. Peter wished Lindy didn't bother his wife Donna so badly. He also wished Donna didn't take every opportunity to make that known. Are you coming back to bed? asked Donna. No, I was actually going to make some coffee. Want some? You're not going to stay up, are you? Why do we go through this every time Lindy needs something? She is grown, Peter, and making mistakes left and right, I might add. So why do we have to stay up? At that moment, their home telephone rang. This is unreal. Donna said before answering the phone. Yes, this is Mrs. Peter Alvarez. Peter left the room to go and start a pot of coffee. He knew Jake's condition wouldn't have been very good based upon how panicked Lindy was earlier. He sensed it was going to be a very long night. Five minutes later, Donna joined her husband in the kitchen. Who was on the phone? He questioned. Linda's friend, Patty. I guess the best she can tell, Jake is unresponsive. They are deciding if he should be transported to the Women and Children's Hospital. Oh, was Peter's only utterance. Peter, what is going on? Donna insisted. Peter took a deep breath and tried to convey as much information as he knew. Jake wasn't breathing right. Lindy wanted to take him to the hospital, but David hadn't wanted her to. David had a meltdown. Lindy told him off. Lindy and Jake made it to one of the other local hospitals safely. Nikki was now spending the night with David's brother, Jimmy and his wife across town. Mrs. Ames, do you understand any of what I am saying to you? A stern-looking female doctor asked. I think so, Lindy replied. The doctor then motioned for one of the nurses to escort her into a side room in the emergency department. This nurse, a middle-aged blonde-haired man, cleared his throat and asked Lindy if she needed anything. Then she was urged to sit down. Already her mind spiraled at the revelations. Look, Mrs. Ames, I'm not going to screw around with this, started the female doctor again. Someone has been beating the daylights out of your son. We need to know what you know about it. Lindy was unable to hide her revulsion. She knew nothing about it. She thought she was bringing Jake to the hospital because of congestion or even a possible seizure. What the doctors and nurses were saying was shattering. It was storming that evening, but late afternoon and evening thunderstorms were common in the spring in Florida. It was just after 8 o'clock when she and Jake arrived at the doors to the emergency room.
The winds pressed in on her as she walked up the sidewalk just a few moments earlier. Lindy wasn't normally intimidated by bad weather. In fact, she loved thunderstorms. But this storm and this night were very different, somehow. Everything about the looming rainstorm that night was disheartening, intense, and felt personal to her. And now with every lightning strike and rumble of thunder, she shuddered and winced. She felt like some sort of perfunctory creature required to go through these ghastly circumstances against her will. Somehow from the depths of her being, she succumbed to fear, and she worried what would happen to Jake if the power in the hospital all of a sudden failed. Tears sprang forth upon her cheeks. A few moments later, Lindy was escorted to the radiology department by the older red-haired lady named Rachel she encountered earlier. She was informed that Jake's neurologist would be in to talk with her soon. Lindy smiled and thanked her. For the next few minutes, she stared mindlessly out of a window.